Vision. People often take it for granted, but what we see every day in our lives is art, and yet a lot of us don't realize it. What do I mean? Have you ever scrolled down your Instagram or Twitter feed and saw a photo of something you see every day? Maybe a flower or a building, but for some reason the photo speaks to you? The photographer providing the visuals saw something there and decided to capture it. That masterpiece. Our next guest has absolutely been creating art. What type of art, you ask? Visuals. Without further ado, please welcome our next guest, Colton Brittle. All right, so we are here with our very special guest. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself uh, for those who are listening that don't know who you are. What's going on, guys? My name is Colton Burdell. Uh, Instagram at c.burdell for those who need to know. For sure. Um, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up here in Des Moines, Iowa. Cool. Um, what school did you go to? Uh, I went to East High. Graduated from East. Cool. Um, how long have you been doing what you do right now? Um, so photography and video-wise, I picked it up kind of like my junior year of high school. I mm-hmm. uh, started like vlogging my everydays at school. That was mainly like my senior year because mm-hmm. I really wanted to document my senior year. So I just started vlogging my senior year and I kind of, I introduced like cinematics mm-hmm. into my, uh, into my videos. And that's kind of like inspiration from, uh, Justin Escalona. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know him yeah. at all. So yeah, um, just kind of started doing that and then it led into other things. Uh, I started taking pictures a lot more and now I'm where I'm at now, which is not far, but it's somewhere, you know. For sure. Um, so you said like. Were you vlogging at school? Yeah, yeah. Where, so. How were how did like other students or teachers even view that? Uh, for the first like week, I yeah. don't know. I wouldn't even say week. Uh, maybe a couple days. Uh, people thought it was weird. Some people thought it was like cool because they could be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they could see themselves. But so people would look at it a little different. And then you just have random people coming up to me in the hallways and getting in the videos and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. also it was just really cool because like. For the seniors that knew I was vlogging, they knew they could go back and watch the videos and, like, relive some, you know, funny times and yeah, stuff like that. For but, sure. I've always felt like that, too. I've always wanted to do it, but I felt like teachers would, like, be like, hey, you can't be doing that in school. Did you ever get that? Yeah, so, uh, no. I never had any no? teachers, like, <laughs> say anything. Uh, my senior year was pretty laid back. Um, no teachers were really on my case about anything. Uh, I could have the camera out recording during class as long as I was doing my work and, you know, doing me, I was fine. For sure. Were you those type of students that, like, focused a lot on school, or you just kind of like, eh, it's whatever? So, for me, high school was really weird. Freshman and sophomore year, I was, like, I was trying to find myself who I was. Mm-hmm. So, I really didn't care about school, which sucks, because I failed a lot of my classes. Mm-hmm. So, I had to recover my junior and senior year. Um, got my GPA back up. Uh, you know, I had, like, a 3.5, 3.8 junior, senior year all through. Mm-hmm. But then, so my GPA averaged out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I focused a lot more in school. Yeah. Uh, but 
then again, it's like I wouldn't be who I am now. So that's true. Um, what inspired you to do what you do today? Was there any like uh, person in your life that inspired you to do what you do? Um, there's no person really in my life uh, that inspired me to really pick up the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I was young, I always picked up the camera. I remember like Christmas, like we'd have a big family Christmas, and I'd be the one walking around with like the VHS camera. Mm-hmm. And I would zoom in when Santa walks in through the doors. Like, I would have this shot set up. Yeah. Because we had this long hallway, and I would just sit there by the couch and, like, zoom in, waiting for him to come through the door. <laughs> I thought it was slick back then. Yeah. I'd always used to take pictures of pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that way I had them. Yeah. And, like, so that way, like, so, for example, like, an old printed-off picture from, like, a family gathering. I would mm-hmm. retake that picture. That way, if that picture was ever lost, mm-hmm. we had a digital version. So I was always thinking ahead, even when I was younger, you know? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's cool. I never thought about yeah. that, honestly. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially now, like, when I'm looking at it, I'll be like, yo, whatever happened to this picture? Like, if I had it somewhere else, I probably would have still had the picture. So I didn't think of that either. Yeah. Um, what were your, some of your, like, your toughest hurdles when you started doing photography? Um, or videography even. I wouldn't even say I've cleared any hurdles to be honest with you I'm still kind of stuck man um, if you look at my following it's not really there mm-hmm. uh, compared to a lot of these creatives here in you know in Iowa and Des Moines in general or just you know in the creative world as it is uh, following means a lot mm-hmm. uh, and it sucks to say that but like you don't get the exposure you need if you don't have a following that is so true. for example applying for like Rolling Loud and stuff like that if you don't have a good following they're not really gonna look at your pictures or any festival in that in that sense mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't really think i've the hardest hurdle right now for me is just getting getting out there mm-hmm. getting sure. people to know who colton burdell is and who what my work is that is true do you think it's i feel like especially now that because i like you brought that up because there's people that have in my opinion that have like a really big following yeah but they're their like their visuals and stuff might not be the best but yeah you have someone with the lesser following a way lesser following but their the, the content that they're pushing out is really really good and yeah. you can tell that they're taking their time to actually do it do you think that um do you think that's true to some aspect that like a lot of these big um like you said rolling loud and festivals yeah. just look at the following because of what they can get out of rather than the actual um work that is being put out so what I've noticed is like you'll have some Instagram and I call them influencers, mm-hmm. which they're photographers, but at the same time they're influencers because when they reach out to these people, they're considered as they have a following, so they can get basically advertisement mm-hmm. out of their work. Yeah. So you have these influencers, and their work is really good. Mm-hmm. Photographer, video wise, influencers really good work, and then you have these photographers and videographers that are in like the I would say the ten to like forty fifty k following range Mm -hmm. and i would even say 50k is like probably too much so let's just say 10 to 20 to thirty thousand followers Mm -hmm. that have really good work and you're still getting exposure these festivals are still going to get exposure from your work but i feel like they uh appreciate their work a lot more Mm -hmm. they put a lot more time into it a a guy um that i would like compare that to he's Mm -hmm. got a recently like huge following just because he's gotten shouted out by a lot of people but mm-hmm. uh henry uh Wu, mm-hmm. he's a really good concert photographer but um yeah I, I mean i wouldn't even just say like concert photography just like there's certain creatives out there that are good at just what they do in general just good at taking photos that aren't appreciated 
For sure. Um, I think that is important, too, because I feel like a lot of people now just feel like if you don't have a big following, like, you're not someone in... You're not someone, even outside of photography and videography, whether it's like you're trying to be an influencer, um, whether you're selling shoes, you have your own um, like brand, right? Yeah. You think it's important for people to not base their success or their quality of content, whether it's selling shoes, their brand, based on their following or just the amount of work that they put in? So I think it's sad, but it really demotivates people when people don't care mm-hmm. about your work. Yeah. So... And I don't, I don't think you should get lost in that. Mm-hmm. Um, stay constant in what you're doing. Always, it's important to not give up on what you're doing because mm-hmm. other people don't want to see you succeed. That's so true. like, there's, you're gonna have a lot of haters out there. A lot mm-hmm. of people are gonna talk down on your name and and your work in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep pushing. Um, eventually, you'll find that light in the tunnel that you're you're gonna get to, mm-hmm. and you're gonna break out and you're gonna be where you're at. Um, but don't get demotivated and not do what you want to do because others don't want to see you succeed. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, do you think, because I've, I've had a lot of people um, tell me that if you don't have any type of hate, you're not you're obviously not doing something right. Do you think that's true? Very true. If you don't have hate, you're doing something wrong because you, you're going to have people that are envious of you. You're going to have people that want to see you. They want to see your downfall. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing that, yeah, you're not doing it right. For sure. Um, and you spoke a little bit about like how you were little um, and you'd always grab the camera, especially like, you know, your Zoom features and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, did you always have a love for videography and photography? Uh, yeah. I always had a camera in my hand. Um, I mean, I always told myself that I never really wanted to work a, a real job. Mm-hmm. And people say this isn't a real job, but at the same time, it's like I, I get told, uh, I had this saying that um, it was like, I make art by pressing a button mm-hmm. and I had someone slide in my DMs and was like, you know, it was a photographer. Mm-hmm. He was like, what's your bio supposed to mean? Is that a diss? He was like, do you not take photography seriously? And I was like, nah, it's actually the complete opposite of that. I'm like, it's a, it's a message to all the haters that just say I press a button to make art. Mm-hmm. So I had someone tell me that, uh, <laughs> it was actually, uh, one of my best friends, one of his brothers, he was like, yeah, what you do isn't work. And so I don't have any hate towards him. We're yeah. actually we're cool as hell. But uh, he's like, what you do isn't work. He's like, what I do is a real job. And I always think it's funny how people compare, you know, laborious work to, yeah. to uh, what what I do. What For I, sure. You know, photography, video. Like people think it's just oh, you just press a button and then it's done. No, you got to edit. You got to you got to put time into learning certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, you're spending a lot of money on those programs and your equipment in general. Mm-hmm. So. That is true. To um, just say it's a fun hobby <laughs> is a little, you know? Yeah, that is true. I've done that too, even myself. Um, but I was going to ask you too, do you think that kind of like narrative or like that mindset of you have to work a real nine to five job, like that's a real job, is kind of like slowly pushing out and more people are actually trying to do like work for themselves? So what I've noticed, and during the time of recording this mm-hmm. with the coronavirus and everything, mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of people are out of work, so they're trying to find new hustles. Mm-hmm. That's true. A lot of people are trying to find new ways to make money. Mm-hmm. So I think with the drop shipping, the uh, the online e-commerce game, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know anything yeah. about that. Uh, well, I don't even know why I said that. You're in <laughs> selling, so you know yeah. a lot about online e-commerce. But uh, 
But like dropshipping and stuff, you see a lot of it going on. Mm-hmm. And I think people are finding new ways to work from home mm-hmm. or work in ways that you don't really have to be doing a concrete laborist, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. union type job or even a uh, sit behind a desk, you know, at a major company type job. Mm-hmm. I think people are finding ways to work from home and uh, make enough money. So, no, I don't think that the nine to five will stick around much longer. Mm. But then again, it's like you work longer hours than a nine to five doing hustle sometimes. Yeah, that is true. Um, I've always told people that, especially because like whenever I first wanted to start like my business and like even do the podcast, um, besides selling shoes, a lot of people would always get the mindset that I was lazy or I didn't want to, um, work a normal job. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is sometimes this hustle like the side hustle or anything like that actually takes up more of your time. Yeah, you I have mean, to put in more work. You got to build a foundation, mm-hmm. then it becomes more valuable. Yeah. So as soon as you do that, I feel like you you kind of can get on the road running. Mm-hmm. But and it just takes time. You got to invest in yourself. That is true. And, Major and, key. Yeah. Shout out DJ Khaled. <laughs> that is true because I feel like a lot of people, especially now, um, like when they start their side hustle or maybe something like that, um, they'll do it necessarily just for like a little bit of fun, but I feel like now people are really trying to go for it because like you got to pay the bills, right? Yeah. So, um, do you think it's important, especially for people to, uh, to see that, you know, they got, they have to love something in order to get into it? Or maybe do you think it's not necessarily, you don't have to necessarily like or love what you do? Uh, there's a saying, it's like, uh, if you love something, mm-hmm. uh, it's not really work. Yeah. So I think people that are in certain things just for money mm-hmm. are eventually going to fall out. That's true. They're not going to want to stay doing it mm-hmm. because, yeah, the money's great, but are you happy? That is true. So, like, I've always told everyone around me, like, I'd rather be broke doing what I love mm-hmm. than to be unhappy making a bunch of money. That is true. Um, I do see that a lot of times, too, now with yeah. people that, like, they'll be... I don't know how to explain it. Like, they'll go on Instagram and, like, post all this stuff, especially with celebrities. So, they'll go on, say, a celebrity, right? They'll go on Instagram. They'll be posting money, like, all these stuff that they're buying. Flexing. Yeah, flexing it. And then out of nowhere, like, you see a story about them that is true, that, like, they're depressed or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, do you think that people need to realize, like, a lot of these people who are making a lot of money aren't necessarily happy? It's more the people that aren't making that much money, but they're doing something that they love. You think it's important to kind of, you can kind of tell the, the difference between the two? Cause I feel like a lot of people now, um, whether they're young or old, mm. they'll be like, oh, no, I have to be, like, flexing money and stuff like this and, like, all these stuff that I have and show it, and that's what real happening, or what real happiness is. So, do you listen to The Weeknd at all? Yeah. So, have you listened to his new album? Uh, I listened to a little bit of it. So, he's got this track, it's called Escape from L.A. Yeah. Um. So, basically, in his older songs, he's always talking about L.A. is the move. Mm-hmm. Like, he just wants to be in L.A. Oh, but then, I know what you're talking about, yeah. So, in the new track, he's talking about escaping L.A., mm-hmm. everything. He's got a couple songs that lead up to it where he's talking about, like, how all girls are the same. Like, L.A. is just, like, this stereotypical vibe. Like, mm-hmm. So, he's not really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's with a lot of people that have uh, money. They find this time where, like... When you first start, it's like the honeymoon phase in a relationship. Yeah. Everything's all good. You're enjoying it. And yeah. then uh, it, it gets to the point where you're like, damn, I want my old life back. Mm. So, and then going back to this, like, quarantine stuff right now, I feel like low-key, um, this would be kind of like the life of a celebrity. Mm. Like, not being able to go around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, like, always being weary of where you're at. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I think uh, people do get lost in the money, man. That um, is true. I think that it can get, you know, tough at times where, yeah, you do need money, but you always got to find out, like, there's other other ways to be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So That is true. Um, when you first started, what's something that you wish you knew uh, back then that you know now? Um, damn, that's a hard question. Uh, I'd say, like, just keep moving, mm-hmm. in a sense. Because, like, I've had some projects recently. Yeah. Where it's just, like, I, I'm so demotivated to work. Mm-hmm. So never lose motivation, I'd say. Like, I have a couple projects that are just sitting on my computer right now that I just need to get done. Mm-hmm. And I have no excuse not to do it because there's nothing going on. But, like, uh, I'm just demotivated. Yeah. So don't lose motivation. Keep going. Um, that would be, like, the best thing I could tell myself. For sure. Um, do you believe, because we spoke a little bit about this, about, like, school and how you first, like, freshman year and sophomore year wasn't yeah. the best for you. Yeah. Um, do you believe in order to learn photography or shooting video, it's necessary to go to college, or is it better to learn Not stuff from the internet, like, mm-hmm. on YouTube? So, with with learning stuff in school, I feel like that's kind of like a cop-out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can learn anything through the internet nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I never took, actually, the funny thing is I failed photography. Really? My freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Because I knew what what I was, I already knew mm-hmm. like uh, the camera basics. So I didn't care to like sit and relearn it all. Yeah. Because you know YouTube taught me a lot of a lot, and you mm-hmm. can learn. I can literally download a a program and learn how to do it, like how to operate that program through YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything like even now, like I don't know everything now. Mm-hmm. So if I am ever editing a video and I want to learn how to do something, learn how to do an effect, mm-hmm. I literally get on YouTube how to mm-hmm. do this effect in either Adobe After Effects or Adobe Premiere yeah. or even editing a photo, mm-hmm. how to do this in Photoshop mm-hmm. or uh, other ways to edit photos in Lightroom. Like, you can always learn. For sure. So, no, I do not think that you need school to learn anything. Mm-hmm. There is certain things, obviously, doctor, medicine, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go to school for you that. You gotta go to school for that because I do not want anyone, like, Telling me what's wrong with me through a YouTube video. Yeah, at all. that is true. <laughs> we, we don't need no WebMD up in <laughs> up in the office. That is true. Um, I never really thought about that because I know some people were were talking. I, my friends made a joke about that too. He's like saying how he wanted to be a doctor, but he was just gonna do everything uh, through like online, online, online yeah. classes. And I was like, dude, oh, man. I was like, I don't want, I don't want you to be my doctor ever, like. If I ever have to get surgery, I'm not going to you, man. Like that's, that's I will <laughs> say, though, like, so I did go to college for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was at DMAC, and I enjoyed online classes a lot more mm-hmm. than I did physical classes. There is certain classes that are better for physical, like, learning, mm-hmm. and those are the classes that you need to interact with people. Sure. But, like, the stuff that you can do by yourself, mm-hmm. always do it online, I feel like. That's true. Because, like, for one, you don't have to worry about stressing out by being around people mm-hmm. if you're if you get anxious or whatever during class and you you know get sidetracked yeah but like online learning i feel like is the easiest way nowadays that is true um what was your first camera that you ever owned was it that little camera that you're talking about uh my first camera that yeah. i ever owned mm-hmm. uh so i always had family cameras around mm-hmm. uh so those are the cameras i always picked up mm-hmm. but the funny thing is my grandpa ended up buying a Canon T3, mm-hmm. right? So the Canon T3 was the first camera that I, the first DSLR I was ever around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like professional, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So 
I ended up like <laughs> borrowing that camera from him for a yeah. while because he never used it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he was like, I'm just going to buy you one. Mm. So uh, he ended up buying me a Canon T3i. And then that T3i uh, ended up turning into a Canon T5i. So mm-hmm. I was in this rebel, like Canon rebel yeah. thing, like time period. Yeah. So turned into a T5i and then uh what was it uh three years ago i would say 20 2018 december of 2018 mm-hmm. i decided to pull the trigger and buy a sony a7 mm-hmm. so that was my birthday present to myself and i decided you know it's time to take this like leap take this leap and spend the money that i need to spend yeah. and get a, a good camera which i'm not saying equipment matters because mm-hmm. it doesn't i was I, just gonna ask you that too. yeah i i didn't uh I didn't need what I have now to make what I made back then, and it still got me some some business. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you eventually do run out of times where you're like, "Yeah, I need this." Yeah, for sure. So it's time for me to make that leap and buy a, a ex- more expensive camera and more expensive equipment. How much was the camera? Um, back in 2018, I believe that camera was around 2,500. Sheesh. Yeah, but you know, shout out uh, Best Buy. 24 months financing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't don't have credit cards, kids. But yeah, if you gotta do what you gotta do to have something, you know what I mean. If it's for your, your you making money, mm-hmm. do what you gotta do. That's true. Um, I wanted to talk about um something that like I feel like isn't talked about enough. Um, and that's the amount of work. Cause you even said that um that your friend's brother was saying that you don't have a real job yeah what's the amount of work that you have to put into like a video or like a photo that a lot of people don't look at so sometimes i feel like it's longer than a 40-hour work week like to be honest with you Mm -hmm. uh so there's times where you'll be editing a video yeah for weeks um i know wedding videos take so long yeah you gotta think you're trying to make this video for a couple that just you know paid you a decent amount of money Mm mm-hmm and so when I say decent amount of money, there's some wedding photographers that are charging, uh, wedding photographers and videographers that are charging like three to five grand. Mm-hmm. I'm way underneath that. Yeah. So like my typical, I'm not even going to talk about like rates or anything, mm-hmm. but like cut that in half. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that's what I'm charging. So that's eight hours mm-hmm. of shooting a wedding day. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with, you know, potential bridezillas. Mm-hmm. Dealing with a lot of stressful things. Yeah. You don't you can't miss a shot. Yeah. Too. You can't miss a <laughs> shot. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. you miss that shot, it's on you. Mm-hmm. So and you gotta deal with if your camera fails. It's mm-hmm. it's a stressful day. So it's it's as much stressful as like a regular work week would be mm-hmm. in an eight hour day of like shooting uh, a wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's not just saying weddings, like music videos, whatever, but then the editing process so you gotta you know you're putting that on your computer and you're sitting there you gotta go through all the footage you gotta figure out what clips are you know good what clips are bad mm-hmm. if this clip is out of focus you know you gotta mess with this you gotta, you gotta find a better clip mm-hmm. then once you do all that you know that's a two hour an hour two hour process you start putting the, the stuff together you get to chopping it up that's mm-hmm. another you know couple hours yeah and then you got to make the video. You got to make the video into, into a story. And with me, it's like, I want to tell a story. I'm not just going to piece clips together, mm-hmm. like random segments of a wedding. Like That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> or random segments yeah. of a video that don't go together. You want to make a story. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a lot of work that goes into it that's not appreciated. And that's it. Like, I mean, I'm spending as much time behind my desk working than you are 
behind your desk at a, at a regular job. That is true. Um, I'm just not getting paid by hour. You yeah, know? yeah, I feel <laughs> you. Um, and, and you spoke, you spoke about a little bit about, like, bridezillas and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you ever had anyone, no. like, be rude? Ru- so, no brides have been rude to me. Yeah. Have I had, like, people in a shoot be rude yeah. to me? Yeah, a couple times. Can you share, like, a little bit of that, about um, that? Was so there a certain time? I had this, uh... I have this girl that I shot one time, and she would, uh, it was a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, probably like two years ago, mm-hmm. she would always, when she got the pictures back, mm-hmm. she would always re-edit them. Like she after would, you had already edited yeah, them? Yeah, so she would throw a filter on them, she would re-edit like her face, she would smooth out like her face, you know, you know, stuff like that. Girls yeah. are, girls are really picky when it comes to photos. Yeah. But those are things you can tell me while I'm editing. You could be like, hey, can you fix, you know, if I if you have acne, mm-hmm. if you have something, hey, can you remove this for me? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a big no-no when I, like, anybody, if it's disrespectful, if a photographer does the work and spends the time that he does, mm-hmm. and then you go and slap an Instagram filter on it. That's true. Or you go and, you know, color grade your own, you know, you take a video that I spent time color grading and then you make it black and white. Mm. or stuff like that so I've had situations where I've been in arguments with people over that because they don't understand where I'm coming from they don't see like the work that actually goes into yeah. it they, they don't, don't see it. like me spending the time that I spent to make that photo look what it does and then you just destroyed it by make think you thinking that it looks good but in all reality it's like just you just made it bad yeah. <laughs> and you made me look bad because you <laughs> tagged me in it that is true I never so, actually thought about that either um, yeah. like cause it's not only that, like they're like not only they're following, but then if they tag you in it, oh, and, yeah. uh, and if they're gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna yeah, do for that sure. Guy. So it's funny because I had a family member, and if they listen to this, they're gonna laugh because mm-hmm. all my family knows about it. Yeah, I took her senior. It was my cousin. I took her senior photos, mm-hmm. and she loves to get like spray tan, mm-hmm. and she like she's white. Okay, <laughs> she looks like a freaking carrot when she gets spray tans. I yeah. love you, Stephanie, but it's true. Um, so she made her skin a lot more orange. Mm-hmm in the post edit that I gave her. Oh. So when she posted this photo, she whitened her teeth and she, uh, she made herself like the hue of uh, orange peel. Yeah. So, and then she tagged me in it. <laughs> what do you say to her? Uh, I just, you know, told her, I was like, can you just untag me from that? And I was like, that's kind of showing my work and it's not going to get me any, any yeah. business if you do that. That is true. Um, what's been the toughest thing to learn or to get used to when you're either filming or taking a photo or something? Uh, patience. Patience? Patience is the hardest thing for me because I, sp- I have this vision in my head, mm-hmm. and then it's like I need to execute it, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm not patient enough. Yeah. I need With me, I need to start not worrying about time, mm-hmm. and I just need to do it. So get the shot that I need mm-hmm. and not just be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll do it in post. For it's sure. better to do it now mm-hmm. than it is to do it in post. No, sure. So patience is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like even I'm I'm a super impatient person. But do you think in order whether you're doing video, uh, like taking a picture, selling anything, or like first starting a business, do you think it's essential to have patience in order to succeed? Yeah, most definitely. I think patience is a key in everything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, without that, I mean, you'll just fall off. Um, so if you're trying to sell stuff, don't give up. Uh, keep pushing. Keep putting it out there. Mm-hmm. That's the same with anything. Like we were talking about that earlier with like Instagram content getting demotivated. Yeah. 
you just got to keep going. Like, I just posted with this stuff going on right now, I'm not making any money. Mm. So I posted, I re-updated my whole website, completely redid it. Uh, I put like a print section up on my website. Mm. We had the move and I, I sold a couple prints there. So I was like, let me try some online digital sales. Mm. Put them up on there. I haven't really, I've gotten one person mm-hmm. and that's like my best friend, Jay. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to show support and, and I'm gratefully appreciated for that. So he bought some prints. Mm-hmm. But other than that, nobody else has bought any. And it's just like, I'm not demotivated. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to, you know, push on it and keep posting up prints for sale. So yeah, I feel just you. don't get demotivated in anything you're doing. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing. Stay patient. That is true. Um, I think it's, it's, it's even, it could be like, because I feel like sometimes for me, even there's like a time where like you're selling a lot, like a lot of people are hitting you up and stuff. And then you have like a, a period of time yeah. where you have nothing? You have nothing. So, yeah, like, that happens a lot with this stuff, too. Mm-hmm. There'll be times where I'm getting a lot of shoots, mm-hmm. things are going great, and then there's times, like, now where there's a two-month hiatus. And mm-hmm. that happens a lot when it goes from summer to wintertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, summertime, you're getting a lot of requests to do pictures just because it's nice. It's hot outside. Yeah. But we live in Iowa, and you don't know if there's going to be snow in April. So mm-hmm. now is the time where, like, last year I was shooting prom pictures. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Nice outside. I'm not shooting prom pictures this year. Yeah, that's, you know? <laughs> that's for sure. I'm not shooting weddings right now, and or I'm not shooting weddings in May anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not. We don't even know if there's gonna be any weddings this year in general. Yeah, I had like, a couple of people uh, that I knew, like my friends, that had to cancel their yeah, wedding. So it's tragic nowadays. Yeah. Um. What can you like kind of tell us like your step by step whenever you're filming a video and how you edit it, or maybe if uh, uh like a picture. Uh, like the process that mm-hmm. I go through. Yeah. So with photos, it's really just like setting everything up mm-hmm. um i don't like to i want to get into more like uh doing like studio photos mm-hmm. like studio backdrops yeah but for right now it's just like going out and shooting so it's kind of just like uh an at will kind of thing i just go uh, i'll get a model I'll hit somebody up ask if they want to take pictures or if somebody hits me up mm-hmm. and ask it you know to do a shoot we'll plan something we'll talk in the in the dms you know it goes down in the dms uh if it what they want to do and how we'll kind of like story or if it's a video what kind of story you want to portray or Mm -hmm. if it's a photo what kind of message do you want to get out there what kind of mood do you want to get you know put out on your for your photo but uh yeah it's basically you know take the picture um get everything laid out what you want to do take the picture uh put it on the computer turn it into lightroom Mm -hmm. edit it in lightroom spend a couple minutes editing for a photo and then you know send it out uh, I usually put my stuff in a Dropbox and like, send it out to people. For videos, it's, you know, you got to find the budget that you need to get everything in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to the, the artist, get their vision, what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of bounce off back and forth ideas of what you want to do. Um, figure out what you got, what you need to have that day. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, a couple hours of shooting, going back and forth, multiple takes. Um, yeah, figure out what you want to do and then plug that into the computer and get to editing for you know a couple of days for sure um, it takes. i because i do some youtube yeah uh, i feel like a lot of times uh, people don't realize like the amount of space that a video can take up yeah you got to get external hard drives yeah for sure i was gonna ask you that like what would be the best tip for someone who's uh wanting to get into like videography or even photography with uh storage space oh for storage space yeah uh, definitely buy an external hard drive. Um, another thing that I need to invest in myself is SSDs. Mm-hmm. So that's just a faster, like basically it's a solid state drive. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot quicker. 
uh, you can load your footage on there and then edit straight off of that. Mm. Which I edit straight off my external hard drive. When I dump my SD card onto my computer, I edit off my hard drive. Mm. But your footage, um, your computer runs a lot better mm. if you're editing off a solid state drive. So, yeah, get an external hard drive. Never leave your, like, your video files mm-hmm. and your project files from, like, what do you use? Um, what do you mean? Like, what program do you use to edit? Uh, sometimes I use iMovie, depending on how short it is. Okay. Or sometimes I use, uh, what is that? Like, Sunday Adobe. Um, uh, Premiere? Yeah, Premiere. So, yeah, I use Premiere. Mm-hmm. And, like, when you have, like, a project file, mm-hmm. you don't want to leave those on your computer. It just slows your computer down. Yeah. So, put them on an external hard drive. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Yeah, because I have this computer that I'm using right now is just for the podcast, uh-huh. and I have my other Mac, which I use for editing. Yeah, but yeah. we could we could talk about like getting started in just photography and video as well. Yeah. So like I have a lot of people hit me up and ask me what camera I use. Mm-hmm. And I was just gonna ask yeah. that. So I use an A7 III, uh, Sony A7 III, and you know, uh, people hit me up and ask me what camera brand to get. <laughs> me and my me and my friends, we always have this debate. Because, you know, it's Sony boys. Mm-hmm. Shout out Borg. Shout out Neek. <laughs> uh, and then it's Canon. Canon Simp for my boy, you know, Mike. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a couple other of my friends use Canon. Tyler mm-hmm. uses Canon. Stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter what you pick up. Just don't pick up a Nikon. Nikon's trash. I heard, it, I heard they're really bad. Yeah, just don't pick up a Nikon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say is, like, the best camera? Right now? That money can buy you. For yeah. price right now? Yeah. The A7 III, honestly, the price has been down a lot. I think you can get the camera body for 1500 mm-hmm. at one point. I think a couple months ago you could get it for 1500 and then you just got to buy a lens. But if you want, like, the kit, it's, like, two grand. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are using that EOS, uh, the Canon EOS RP. Mm-hmm. It's, like, $1,000 or something like that for a full-frame camera. Mm-hmm. You, you, full-frame is where it's at. You know, mm-hmm. that crop sensor is kind of trash. Yeah. Borg, you need to upgrade your camera. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Borg's been going crazy with all his visuals. Yeah. You know, you know Tobias, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been going crazy. For sure. Um, You've been fortunate enough to shoot, like, a uh, couple celebs, like, at some events. I know, yeah. I think you did Wiz, right? Yeah, uh, I shot Wiz. At, well, that was 5 and 5, so there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiz, I shot Playboy Cardi. You did yeah. Trippy Red, too. Trippy Red was in February, which is really cool. Uh, that blew up a lot. Yeah. So That's I'm, actually a video I'm still working on on my computer. Uh, we weren't supposed to shoot video, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, some things went down where I just wanted to record video. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to do a recap video for this local company. We're not going to talk about that because mm-hmm. they're trash. What, what, can, you, uh, can you explain what happened? <laughs> uh, I had this person hit me up. He works for a local company. He wanted me to cover some shows for him. Mm-hmm. So I shot the Boosie Badass show. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You know, yeah. <laughs> but it was just there. It was mm-hmm. funny to shoot Boosie. Uh, shot that for him. No problems, mm-hmm. right? Trippy Red comes around. I get into the show, shooting the show. He comes up to me and asks me for my my sticker. Mm-hmm. Who? The guy that I'm shooting for. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he gets into the show for free because he's part of a, a organization, so he's technically a media outlet. Mm. He gets into the show for free, but he's wanting to stand up front. So mm. he, he wants me for my, he wants to use my artist, like my pass, my mm-hmm. press pass. I'm like, I can't give this to you. I'm like, they're going to kick me out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to get this footage. Yeah. Keeps going on and on. He's like causing a big problem about it. I'm like, I just walk away from him. He got pissed at me. Like, I'm not going to give you my press pass. For mm-hmm. one, like I have to shoot the show. And for two, I want to keep that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a personal memory. I keep all my press passes from mm-hmm. anything I shoot. 
So I'm not going to give that to you. Yeah. So uh, I do the photos. I send him the photos. And he got mad that I didn't tag him on Instagram. Mm. Granted, I'm not getting paid for this. Mm -hmm. I was told that I was going to get paid. I hit this guy up and I asked, hey, do you want to work? And when I say work, I'm asking, like, money. Mm -hmm. Like, I obviously, I need money to shoot, you know, shoot shows, shoot my yeah. time, whatever. It's my time. Time is money. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't want to sound like, you know, money's an everything. Asshole. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to sound like money's everything and be an asshole about it. But, mm -hmm. like, he asked me to shoot these, or I asked him to work, and he wants me to shoot these shows. So, you know, uh, I didn't tag him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he got mad. He's like, I'm getting you into these shows. I'm like, you're not paying me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, yeah, we're exchanging, you know, whatever, but you're not paying me. Why am I, t why do I need to tag you? This and that, blah, blah, Started a big scene, all this other stuff. We got into it, and then he basically said I was trash. He's like, this is, granted, this is this year. What? He says, he said I was trash at what I do, and uh, there's other people better than me. And, yeah, there's definitely other people better than me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's your opinion. If you want those people, go get those people. Dang. But, you know, don't hate on my work because... He brought my age up. Oh. He said, you know, because you're 22, mm -hmm. you're young, you don't understand. <laughs> that's, <All right. laughs> that's, that's one thing, man. Why does age matter? That's what I'm saying. And a lot of times people don't realize that some people, because I'm 20, you're 22. Yeah. We're the ones that are usually the ones that are putting more time and effort in it. We're really hungry because we're young. Yep. So we're actually going out there trying to find these opportunities. But, yeah, you have people who are older than us. Mm. And they're just like, oh, you're young. You don't understand. You think that's something that should not be a factor. No, it shouldn't be a factor at all. And it's just like, you know, nowadays when it's like you need a college diploma to mm -hmm. get a job anywhere. Mm -hmm. Basically, you know, if you yeah. want if you want to get a good job in anything, you need a college diploma. Mm -hmm. You need a college degree. Mm -hmm. Why? Look at look at a portfolio. That's what you're you're building a portfolio for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Rather, rather. Oh, my gosh. Rather that be, uh, you know, an everyday life, you're building a portfolio with your jobs, mm -hmm. your job history. That's your portfolio. With us, it's, with me, I guess, mm -hmm. it's like my, my work, my photography, yeah. my video work, whatever. I should be able to show that to somebody and they hired me off that, not off a piece of paper mm -hmm. that says I went to school and listened. Yeah, so, that's true. That's you know a good I mean? way to think about it. Yeah, because you can listen and do whatever, but can you execute it? Mm -hmm. Can you go out and do what you got to do? Like, that's the difference. That is true, because I feel like a lot of times, especially now, like, there's people that, um, they'll be like, dang, I never finished college, or, um, I got my GD instead of my actual high school diploma, yeah. um, do you think it's important that, I don't know how to explain it, because I do get, like, some jobs, obviously, if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, you, you know, you should get your, yeah. you should go to college for that, um, but do you think it's not important to have those things, like, if you don't have them, if you weren't the best at school, if you dropped out of college, um, do you think it's important to just rely on your work and, like, your work ethic and you know that your photography, videography, or whatever mm -hmm. you might be doing can is carry the best? You? Yeah. So, yeah, if you know you can carry yourself mm -hmm. without that stuff, go yeah. right ahead. Um, I think I can carry myself without it, but I'm... I already went to college for a little bit, so mm -hmm. I'm going to finish my stuff up and get my degree just so it, it can help aid what I do. Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it helps. Yeah. W rather we, you know, whether we hate it or not, it's like it helps having that piece of paper. So if I'm close to already getting it, I might as well, you know, finish it. But, mm -hmm. like, there's people that I know that go straight out of high school and get into a trade. Mm -hmm. And they're making, you know, money that certain people aren't making. Yeah. That's true. So, um, would you say that it's important to 
um, believe in yourself, especially now, especially with the times that are happening with this yeah. COVID-19. You think it's important to push on forward no matter what's happening, whether you're yeah, surrounded man. by hate, negativity, or whatever it might be? Especially in times right now, it's important to you know find yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, always have faith in yourself. And uh, I'm not religious in any way, mm-hmm. but like it's always important to know like to have faith mm-hmm. and that something somehow will you know push through mm-hmm. and you'll get past whatever you're get, like going through. Mm-hmm. Just like we'll get past whatever's going on right now. I'm sure in a couple months, hopefully. Yeah. You know we're all back to normal, normal life. I tweeted out the other day. I want my normal routine back. That's true. I miss going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I miss going out and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I miss going out and shooting music videos. I miss shooting videos. I miss shooting concerts. Yeah. Yeah, I think Coachella just got, Coachella, yeah. Coachella's canceled. Coachella should be going on right now. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to buy a ticket and go with uh, two of my friends. Dang. Shout out Mike. Shout out Neek. We're supposed to be in, you know, Coachella. Coachella right now. Going crazy. Packing <laughs> right now. Um, what would you say, um, like, give me one sec. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you spoke about, um, you you kind of shot for some people where you were, like, there shooting some people, like Trippy uh, Wiz. Yeah. Um, what would you say is, like, your dream artist or, like, person, whether they're dead or alive, that you could uh, shoot or film for? Uh, it sounds stereotypical, but, like, Drake, Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. If I could shoot Drake or Travis Scott, like... What would that be? Ra- rather, like... Drake, Travis Scott for, like, hip-hop artists. Mm-hmm. For, like... I don't know, man. Like, for other artists, mm-hmm. it'd probably have to be, like... Billie Eilish would be really cool to shoot. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, the name that she brings around. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be really cool. But whether that be video or photography, it really wouldn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, any artist that brings a, a crowd and an experience would be really dope to, to be around. Um, so, yeah. For sure. Um, especially with Iowa growing, whether it's music artist um videography and stuff like that um every day i feel like i see a lot more people trying to do it what do you think about the community as a whole right now whether it's like from for the most part like videography and uh, photography say that one more time what do you think about the community right now as a whole like the videography and photography community um i don't want to sound stereotypical but i feel like it's getting saturated what do you mean I feel like a lot of people are just picking it up to pick it up nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're like going back to what we we're saying with uh, if you don't love something, mm-hmm. you're gonna fall out of it. Yeah. So like yeah, pick it pick it up. Try try what you want to do. But I feel like a lot of people nowadays are just picking up the camera and wanting to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And you might find your love in it, but I feel like it's becoming so saturated nowadays that a lot of people that are doing what they're doing now kind of want to almost take a step back. Mm-hmm. And see how it plays out but I mean the it's it's you have great support here in Des Moines because mm-hmm. the city's so small everyone you know supports each other mm-hmm. so we have the the group where we have like the move where we have local artists come through mm-hmm. and that's that was a really cool experience to be a part of mm-hmm. uh, shout out be well uh, shout out Tobias Borgology you know them guys from Deadstock for putting that together um, you know, it's a, it's a creative, you know, support system that we have here in Des Moines, which is really cool. Uh, everyone shares each other's work. Mm-hmm. Everyone helps each other out when they need to. So I think uh, besides everyone trying to pick it up, we mm-hmm. have a great uh, support system in Des Moines. So I think 
the creative you know culture around these parts is, is really well for sure um where do you see yourself uh in the next 10 years or what would you like to be in the next 10 years i don't know man yeah. I, don't, I don't know what i'm gonna be i don't know what i'm doing tomorrow to yeah. be honest with you uh things come and go and you know things happen mm-hmm. so i don't know what's gonna happen next year i don't know anything to be honest with you like I would want to see myself completely, if we're going to give, like, the stereotypical answer, because I want this to happen, uh, you know, put it out into the world, it's going to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, so I want to see myself completely supporting myself and my family Mm -hmm. with uh, what I'm doing right now, Mm -hmm. Um, I never want to go back to a regular job, quote-unquote regular job, because this is a job for me, Uh, I just want to support myself, support my family, be happy, uh, and yeah, I just want to kill it at what I do. Sure. I would love to get on tour with somebody and just, you know, That'd travel. Yeah. Uh, I want to travel a lot within the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, explore, figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, what's the last word of advice for those who are listening, for the your followers that know you, uh, for maybe even the people that don't know who you are? Uh, do whatever you want to do. Um, I know for me, I have a lot of people that hate on me because I, I do a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do photography and video, but I'm also, like, dabbling into music. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really care what people have to say, like, hate-wise. like hate wise Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said earlier, keep putting it out. Keep doing what you want to do. So, for me, like, I just started doing music not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple of things I'm working on now, which is, you know, if it pops, it pops. If it doesn't, I'm going to keep doing it regardless. Mm-hmm. But just keep do whatever you want to do. Um if you want to pick a camera pick a camera up if you want to do what you do mm-hmm. you know get into the sh- reselling and everything else like that do that do whatever you want to do this this world is an open open canvas man mm-hmm. you know just Absolutely. do whatever you got to do to make it in this world and have fun doing it for sure and don't let haters you know keep you down <laughs> that is true um where can people find you, uh, whether that's on your website, Instagram, whatever you want to put out there? So you can find me on my Instagram at c.burdell. That's, uh, you'll probably have it in the bio. Yeah. yeah I'll well, spell it out anyways. Sure. At c.bri2dse2ls. And then you can check out my website. Uh, that's coltonburdell.com. Uh, you know. Social medias will be linked below. Stuff for like sure. that. <laughs> I'll have everything in the link below. Yeah. Um, but I want to thank you again for, you yeah, know, no problem. for coming through. Um, and, you know, especially with the times that are happening yeah. right now. Um, not everything is, is the best, especially with, like, the environment. And it's crazy because I feel like we're living in a movie low-key. Um, but I do want to thank you again for, for hopping on. And uh hope you guys, you know, appreciated him and the story that he had to tell. As always, you can find uh, us on Instagram at Full Drop Podcast. Um, and we also have our YouTube channel at Full Drop TV. Thank you again, Anchor, for sponsoring the episode. And uh, yeah, much love. Till next time, guys. Hey, this is my first podcast.